Eagles don't sound, they look so bald? Eagles sound like Eagles. freedom. They don't make a squawk yeah. noise. They just sound like freedom in like America, you know. <laughs> what does freedom sound like? It sounds like guns in, in, in America. It sounds like freedom, man. Fuck yeah, man. Another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Jesus, <laughs> oh, it it wasn't much of an of a of an intro. Trust me. You know it's funny because I wrote in my notes perfect intro length. It wasn't over explaining it. It was just right to the point. He didn't ramble. It was very on. short. Yeah. But we meet Ace before this. <clears throat> I got that. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you listening to me, baby? This is Ace talking to you. Your old lover boy, Ace. Time you and me. I've been real good to you, haven't I? I fed you, I took care of you, gave you everything you wanted, right? Right? Okay. Well, I think it's about time you started paying off. How quickly he turns into a, a madman. He's talking to a machine, by the way. You ought to take it easy, Ace. You're going to blow a gasket one of these days. Very funny, very funny. Wait a second. I'll flip you double or nothing for the meal. This guy can't stop that. You get kicked around, don't you? That's not what I like. Double or nothing. Is it a deal? Okay. All right. Snaps at her. His his goddamn wife slash girlfriend. Oh, I called my dog over here with that snap. What? This is the biggest trope in the world. You gonna play the whole episode? Dum 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 dum. Q Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> it's a crime. <laughs> Uh, today's episode of LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion advised. Fuck yeah. Anyway, uh, today's episode of LIW, the Walking Dead. Nope, 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 nope. Twilight Zone Review. There we go. I do too many episodes wow. of The Walking Dead. <laughs> you really do. It, it just gets, uh, and it doesn't help that they're all kind of similar named. Uh, episode 57, The Prime Mover, episode 221 of The Twilight Zone. This episode debuted March 24th, 1961. Phoenix West. Frank Links. Okay, Frank. We are so prepared for this episode. It has the most exciting poster on IMDb if you go there and look. It's a a, a black void with, with two dice in it. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's just like a random shot from the episode. It, it doesn't really draw you in. 
Um, well, I mean, even if they did take a thing from this episode, what would draw you in? Uh, Buddy <laughs> Ibsen. I like Buddy Ibsen. He's fun. Weed! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He didn't uh, do too much of that in this one. This... Uh, it's 20 years before that. This is about a year. No. 20. This is 61. I think that started in 62. No. Beverly Hillbillies? Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah. yeah. Do a t- you know, click on his name. You think that you think that the Beverly Hillbillies started in 80, 82? No, it was more like uh, mid to later 70s. 1962 to 1971. You see how wrong I am all the time? <laughs> I don't know why you keep fucking me with dates. You know I'm good at years. <laughs> hey, uh, I believe that solely until you just told me that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was in black and white. I mean, come on. The uh, Yeah, it's just two <laughs> dice laying there. And whole shit, it's a seven. Yeah, and that's it. That's that's it. That's all. They're representing this episode with a couple of dice. That's it. Oh, directed by Richard Bear. There you go. L. Bear. Barre, please. Uh, It's Richard L. Bear. Barre. No, it's Bear. Ricardo L. Barre. It's Bear. It's Bear. It's not fun that way. Ricardo L. Bear. Anyway, uh, so this is an episode (laughs) you love. What are we even fucking talking about? (laughs) Charles Beaumont one, too. Did I even hit record? I think I did, right? We heard the theme song. I must have. Okay. Sorry, I had a little uh, self-doubt there. This <laughs> You like this episode a lot. I like this a episode. Lot, yeah. um, you mentioned, I don't, I don't remember if we were recording when you said that. We might have been doing the episode 118, <clears throat> where you said the prime mover would probably be like number 20 out of your top 20, which your top 20 has like 50 episodes in, and mine has three for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we go opposite ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to start saying top 40 soon. Yeah, it's going to turn into like yeah. a Casey, 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 Casey. You're going to start doing yeah. that. <laughs> okay. we, I think we, uh, when we get done here with the, with the series, we're going to have to do a, our, our, a countdown episode of like our top 10, maybe our top 20. Oh, I like that. I like I that. I think it's going to be fun. The uh, Maybe after after season two, we'll do an episode where we count on our favorite episodes of the first two seasons. I like that too. Yeah, there we go. Um, um, this will definitely be on my uh, top ten of those. Really? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe some, number ten. Some of my favorite episodes in the whole series are coming up here in a couple episodes. So, fuck yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it, it's gonna. We're gonna dedicate like two weeks to that damn thing. Yeah, we're we're coming up here on two. My my top two episodes are, are at the tail end of this season. I'm excited. Same here. And actually, three out of my top five are coming up here. Because the silence is another one of my favorite ones. I mean, I the silence was always like I mean I didn't mind it. I liked the twist at the end. I thought it was interesting, and but I, I wouldn't put it in my top twenty. It's one I of put it in my ones, top forty. It's one of those ones that just stuck with me. I don't know why. I, I, I might so, I probably would agree with you on principle, but it's just one of those ones that just you know. Dude, people, there's people out there that that love sixteenth millimeter or the. The six millimeter shrine, I hate that. One Which one was that again? Um, the, th- the third one of the season, or series. And it sucked. What's it about? Where she wants to go back in time. She's like an old actress, and at the end, her agent comes in, and she's on the screen, and she throws her scarf, and all of a sudden, the scarf lands at her agent's feet. Okay. Six. Yeah, the sixteen millimeter shrine, shrine or something. Yeah, I 
It sucks. I, I remember that one. Is that the one where she murders the guy and throws him in the closet? <laughs> no, there's no one? murder. Okay, it's just her one. in a room complaining, and then all of a sudden she gets her way, and she's in a fucking film. Yeah. On screen, is it? I, I remember that episode. I was trying to remember. I, I think I tie two of them together. I do that a lot with this show, where I tie two kind of similar episodes together. Well, it happens a lot. Yeah. There's there's one episode where they're hang, she's hanging out in the house, and she... Oh, God. I'm not even going to go into detail, because I can't remember it that much. But uh, anyway, let's let's move on to this actual episode. I, I'm abandoning this. Uh, yeah, prime Yeah, this one's so about gambling and, and being an addict, pretty much. And buying women. And buying women and trading the women that you do buy, have already bought like shit. <laughs> well, you haven't bought them yet. You owe the money, a lot and, of money. And you don't say their name. You just go. Snaps at her and snaps. calls her Kitty. And there's no way on her on her birth certificate it says Kitty. Sorry. I think people used to be named that, but I don't know why. Maybe it was a nickname, like a people a nickname people gave themselves, like uh, guys do with Bubba. Like. <laughs> It's such a stupid... You know I renamed my wife? What? I renamed my wife. Oh, yeah? Yeah. About two weeks into knowing her, I renamed her. Huh. Is her name Kitty? Yeah. No, it's Melissa. Did you name her? Well, I, I've been doing that. Yeah. Perfect. But that's besides the point. Uh, I, I named her Missy. I'm going to stop snapping because my dog keeps coming over me every single time. He's like, what? Yeah, so... I'm really glad I have this in through the earbuds, and you know, Maxie can't hear that because if you snapping, he'd come right over to me. That's why I'm not doing it. He's just like <laughs> but, hawks the studio dogs right by my side. Well, yeah, two weeks in, you know, uh, I couldn't remember her damn name. Uh, I kept calling her Michelle, <laughs> and I, I I called her Michelle the wrong damn time, and uh, yeah. So after that, I called her, start calling her Missy. So it was <laughs> Michelle. Uh, I'm going to make things move in my mind. I'm Buddy Ibsen. Uh, that's the face he does when he moves things in his mind. Uh, my name's not Michelle. Oops. <laughs> I don't know any Michelles. Well, clean up your, your face. Phone? Clean up your face and we'll talk about this. <laughs> uh, so this one, yeah, he, he's an addict. Pretty much he's got a, like a really super aggressive addictive personality. He's addicted to this stupid machine he has there that uh, apparently you win like seven and a half dollars if you win, and he's just addicted to it. And then uh, they randomly just hear a car accident outside, and it is a pretty aggressive car accident. I'll give it that. <laughs> it, it is insane. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it flipping on its own isn't enough. It has to go into a gigantic transformer. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> sparks are For shooting. some reason, does not power up the, the uh, restaurant right across the street because their lights are still on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't wreck it. They just kind of made this, the extra sparks that had fly out. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, you're an electrician. Speak to this. Uh, if they hit that, everybody would have be out of power. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's like, seems <laughs> like it's just powering that one building because it looks like there's nothing else around there. It could have very, now, if there was railroad tracks there, it could have very well been a big transformer to power the controls of the railroad tracks. Um, you know, switching if they need to. It could have been that. If there was railroad possible. tracks there, that car was driving, swerving on railroad tracks because that's the only thing that was there. Which, <laughs> which you know, you know, considering how it turned out, maybe they were. They seem like madmen, just flipping their right. goddamn car, and they don't show the victims in the car at all. No, they don't. But it doesn't matter because Rod Serling's there. Oh yeah, and he's in, he's in the bushes, fake <laughs> the fake 
tree that is so apparent when it hits him in the forehead. Yes. <laughs> I, I have many thoughts about this whole scene. Because uh, <laughs> we it. see that Dane Clark runs out there, uh, Ace Larson, the character name. He runs out there and he's just like, he, he seems like he's, he cares. He's not, he, and that was the thing that threw me at first. Because I was like, normally they'd be like, who cares? Ah, you know, Twilight Zone, I'm, I'm a bad guy. I'll get my, you know, comeuppance in the end. But, you know, he actually came out and he's like, we got to help them. What are we going to do? And, like, risking his life. Because, really, you know, there's fucking all these sparks and shit flying around. Who knows what's going to happen? And then mm-hmm. Buddy Epson comes out and he's just like, Ugh. and he starts coming. And then the, the car flips over. <laughs> Was he not coming? Look, you saw his face. And then Rod Serling's just like, I'm going to take a break from stalking these women in the woods and then uh, do my intro here. And I think that's why he Some cut it short. Up in the woods. Yeah, that's why he kept he cut it short because he wants to get back to stalking and fucking raping women in the woods. Who knows what he's doing there? Fuck yeah, <laughs> just, just fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then uh, he's questioning Buddy Epson's character about his powers, and uh, he's about like, a Jimbo. Yeah, his his name is Jimbo Cab, uh, which sounds like a, a something you order on the menu at that diner. He. Order. He, I'm sorry. He, he questions him about these powers, and he's just like, you know, I thought everybody had them. I didn't realize that, you know, I was special. And I was like, you live 45 years of your life without realizing not everyone has superpowers. I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> Seriously, am I no. supposed to believe this? Are you the least observant oh, man God. in history? I don't understand. I, I just. No. It, not, not, not for nothing. Would the first thought on your mind be what Ace's first thought on his mind was? Because it would have been mine. I related to Ace very, like, wholeheartedly at the second. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would have been like, let's go fight some fucking crime. Or, like, Fuck I go that. start a fight. I think, oh, you, you make it fun. You don't make it, like, you know, if you don't want to be altruistic or anything, that's fine. But make it fun. Be like, I'm going to go pick a fight with the largest man we can find, and you prevent him from hitting me. <laughs> You keep his fan- hands back. <laughs> like You can have fun with What'd it. What did the large guy do? He, he was born that way. It's not his fault. You find a guy and you just are a baby. You find something to fight and you fight it, Frank. What is your Why's problem with this? Why gotta be a person? What'd they do to you? Because fuck that guy. He's big. Why is he so big? Because he's better than you. What right does he have to be big in front of me? <laughs> That's my question to Every you. Every right in the world. No. Nay, say I. <laughs> I do not agree. Uh, uh, along you shall move. <laughs> Nary a punch shall you land on my pretty face. <laughs> like, he's just like that, that. That alone would make him want to hit me. So I think that would start the fight. Just talking like that. So that's to be reduced. Just go up to him. It's like yo, I just fucked your mom. <laughs> uh, your dad was impressed. <laughs> Uh, I made him watch. Yeah. I gave him a <laughs> camera. I gave to. him something to do. I gave him a camera. <laughs> you can have fun Can't with I it. I buried a hatchet in his forehead. <laughs> right after I buried my hatchet in your mom. That's right. Uh, Boom. Anyway. <laughs> like it, like, <laughs> oh, something set you off. My, my, my boy, Dean, whenever he wants to ask if you had sex, whatever. It's a, yeah, so did you get to play Drunk and Hide the Pickle? <laughs> Drunk and Hide the Pickle. 
classy. He's like, classy dig. guy. And then he goes digging them cheeks with a spade, shovel with like, blah. And then he does that. I don't know why. But I think it's funny. <laughs> it's very aggressive and very uh, you know, agricultural. <laughs> digging them cheeks. <clears throat> he doesn't even go like plotter with fields. With a spade, shovel. <laughs> Uh, spade shovel. It's just going to keep going, aren't you? <laughs> All right, so is this not I the... I can't breathe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'll pull you're, myself together you're, now. Like you're literally crying. Oh. <laughs> it, it turned midnight just now as you were doing it, and the, the sound went out for a second. Like, it's very ominous. It was like zero on the, on the clock, and it was like, because I have the military clock. It just turns out all zeros, and you you froze for a second, and nothing happened. It was weird. Uh, Stranger it's things. Three o'clock here. It's true. It's three o'clock over there. Anyway, my <clears throat> what I was getting to. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Light and cigarette. Okay. So, is this not the basis for the 1988 movie Rain Man? It, well, it not only the basis; it's the exact. Um, it is the movie. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is this not just it? It's this is it. <laughs> it's like he he has special powers instead of you know autism. That's it. That's it. Just when I thought, you know, Rain Man doesn't piss me off with Tom Cruise. Now it does. Oh, sorry, I had to ruin it. <laughs> yes. Now I hate Tom Cruise even more because he did re redid a fucking Twilight Zone episode. That fucking. Oh, it's all I can think about. It's it's literally I, I was I sitting there watching. Like it's just like his even the character progressions. Like you realize that uh, Jimbo Cobb's character really had nothing wrong. He he did it because the other guy wanted him to. He didn't really want to. And then it he's just like, okay, I'm done. And then uh, Tom Cruise slash Ace Larson's characters are are huge assholes. Um. And then they, you know, learn to bond with the other guy, and then uh, they get kind of fucked over, and then they're just like, you know what, though? Learn a life lesson here. Going to be a wiser person because of it. You know, richer for the experience, if nothing else. And it's the exact same fucking storyline. It's just it's just quicker. This is a quicker version of it. That was beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Do you want to write richer, it down? Richer for the experience. I like that. Yeah, it's a, I'm, a, I'm a poet. A poet. A poem, but but you knew it. Knew what? A po- you are a poet. You already know that. Yeah, that's true. I, I like to make fun of poetry. Then I sit there and write poetry books. Anyway, I was going to say yeah, you only have two published. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. that's all. <laughs> only two. I I did a my hundred things wow. that burn hell the other day, and I one of them is shitty poetry, and I even make fun of myself even more for. I'm like I realize the irony that I've written two books of poetry. Uh, bo- both before and after this book, <laughs> but here we go. Like, I just hate like super emotion. Like when you just talk about emotions and that's it in a poem, I goddamn hate it. Anyway, I'm like, tell a story. Uh, so the they go into a casino. They start to bet a bunch of money, win a bunch of money. Every time, uh, fucking Rayman here does uh, his telekinesis thing with the, with the dice or with the the roulette wheel, he gets a little headache. You know, typical thing. Which is funny because I'm staring at the Stranger Things thing on IMDb, and that's exactly what happens to L in that series. You haven't seen season two yet, have you? Not yet, not yet. No. When are you watching it? Uh, I don't know. When I carve out some time. 
let me know when you when you do. Okay. Okay. We'll get there. Anyway, um, I don't want to have any spoilers, so. Exactly. But there's, you know, it's a typical thing where you have powers, and if you use them, it hurts you in the long run. Uh, I've seen it a thousand times, but it it works in this episode. I'm not making fun of it. It's just a, you know, it's gonna go, and but they trick you. They really do. How so? Because he's like, oh, the power's gone, sorry. And I was like, oh, his power's gone. Like, I think most people are like, oh, his power's gone. And then he realized, ah, he's just, he did it to make the guy a better dude. So he wasn't a piece of shit. He didn't keep going down that rabbit hole. I like that. Uh, he was mad because that Sheila baby came back yeah. in. And, uh, you know, and he was supposed to marry Kitty and all. And, you know, yeah, it was but, like, he, he, he did it to teach his friend a lesson. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I yeah. liked about it. He... He chose not to use the power at all anymore. He's like, I'm done. Sorry, dude. And he's back to nothing. And he's a... Uh, I, I blew a fuse. I, and yeah. I love Ace's reaction. <laughs> just last. I just lost a million dollars. Oh, well. <laughs> you blew a fuse. <laughs> oh, let's go home. <laughs> and he just keeps laughing and laughing. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, when they're at the roulette wheel, he says very loudly to Kitty. She's like, how do you keep winning? He goes, she goes, you're going to lose all your money. He goes, no, no, it's cool. Me and Jimbo here worked out a system. I'm like, that's a really quick way to get it kicked out of a casino and get your fucking hands crushed with a hammer in the back by Joe Pesci. What the fuck are you saying out loud? Why are you saying that? It's cool. I found a way to cheat. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I got my secret weapon, Jimbo, here. Who, knows, yeah. who figured out how to cheat? The guy was just <laughs> smiling like a fucking, like a creepier, creeper in the corner over here. He's just like sitting there at the table like... <laughs> And he keeps doing these little like head ticks, like off to the side. When he for some reason he has to move his head when the, when he moves the die. I don't understand it. <laughs> oh my god! Can I ask you something? This reminds yeah. me. Does this bother you in movies where people can move things with their mind or with their hands, and they have to do this, like Magneto? He's like literally raising his hands, and I'm like, it's in your mind. No. It's in your mind. You can just Star Wars. Yeah, another example there. I'm just asking if it bothers you. No, I seen you, dude. Yoda raised the freaking X-wing out of the swamp. With yes, his hands. I just don't get what the hands have to do with it. Because your your hands aren't doing force. anything. Yeah, but your the force is a an energy. It's a feeling. Your hands don't. You're not really choking him. It is. I get the action for the for the audience, but you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not like yeah. a, he's projecting his fist under your throat. He's just choking you with his mind. Yeah, okay. Vader using his hand to choke somebody with his mind and his hand's not doing anything at all. Yeah. Is kind of weird if you think about <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, you know, he talks, you don't see his mouth move either. Well, he's moving his mouth in there. Well well, yeah, your imagination. Really the actor didn't do a damn thing. He didn't say anything. He just that was the actor in the Vader suit. <laughs> some sound he didn't say Grr. <laughs> Look, he says something. <laughs> your lack of faith displeases me, or something like that. Whatever the hell he says there. The, the, this movie is getting me nowhere because no one who knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones will become famous, and he's not doing anything. I'm a white turtle-looking dude. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> That guy's a fucking mutant in there. Uh, oh my goodness! I'm a prune. <laughs> he looks like a a white chocolate chocolate chip, a white chocolate chip, a macadamia nut even. Yeah, I go that far as well. 
What else does he look like that doesn't that isn't flattering to the actor? Hmm. Uh, he looks like he looks if like Doctor Giant Cock. He looks like if Doctor Evil just let himself go. Yeah, and he was already mm-hmm. like really far gone to begin with. Yeah, it, there, there's a lot of things he looks like. None of them are good, but uh, no. we are way off topic here. This isn't. Way I don't even know who that guy you. was. Uh, I don't know. You? I, I, no idea. I'm not that into Star Wars to begin with. No, I'm, I'm amazed that I knew that one line. The uh, I find your lack of faith disturbing. I'm amazed I knew that line. I don't know why I knew I'm it. Fr- but uh, I mean, you you know how like there's your, your Star Wars or your Star Trek, you know. I, I I'm kind of both, but I'm not a freak of that either. Yeah, I, I I love Star Trek. I grew up on it. It was the one thing me and my dad watched together, and that next, was the only thing we ever n- talked about. And, well, uh, next gen or the original? Next gen mostly. I, I had yeah. We we watched the the OG the the TOS uh, every once in a while, but mostly next gen. Yep, same here. But, uh, yeah, I like it. I like to watch it. I don't have it. It's not one of those shows I obsess over, but I definitely love it. I'm getting that. Oh, I was going to bring this up, too, during the show. I think I'm going to my start to get my tattoo here this week. I'm not sure. Did I show you that image I'm going to get? No. Okay. I'm going to get oh. a whole sleeve of, like, stars, like the outer, you know, outer space. I'm gonna get right, my, okay. My Mr. Science Theater 3000 one up here on the crown of my shoulder. And then I'm gonna get like uh, all the all the ships from different shows I watched growing up. Like uh, and then I just remember I, I think I did show you because there's Twilight one in there. I'm getting the the eyeball just floating through. Oh space. yeah, that's right. And then I'm gonna okay, get like okay. uh, the the monolith on my wrist here with the with the Pink Floyd, uh, you know, the lights going into it instead of the triangle. I'm gonna nice. do that right here in my wrist. And I'm gonna get all these little ships. One from Star Trek. One from Star Wars. One from uh, Lost in Space. All these shows I watched growing up and. Uh, yeah, and I was thinking about it because Twilight Zone coming up here. I'm gonna. I think I'm doing the eyeball, not the door, because the door is too close to the monolith. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, the the eyeball makes more sense. I might do the eyeball, or, or, on my, or even uh, like elbow. a pinwheel, maybe. Yeah, I, I think uh, eyeball will be the coolest though, because it looks so cheesy and it's very very identifiable if you're into the Twilight Zone. Well, yeah, like with the eyelid going halfway up. Yeah, it's perfect. It's I think perfect, that's what yeah. I'm gonna do. Uh, I can't wait. I think I'm gonna start doing that. Man, I'm excited. That's awesome. I don't have a single tattoo, do you? Yeah, I got a bunch of whole side on my side here. I don't have a single one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've always wanted to do one, but I, I never... Oh, shit. I... It goes all the what way the down fuck? my side. It's so my... you need to be damn near naked for me to appreciate them. Uh, for everybody watching, I am naked now. Or for everybody listening, <laughs> nice. excuse me. I, I, uh, I like to do these nude, and uh, Frank just has to sit here and watch and drink his coffee. Pretending it was drinking what do you mean? me. I, I I look forward to it every <clears throat> Sunday. Are you kidding? Man, my throat is uh something awful. So anyway, uh yeah, the prime mover. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess we watched an episode today, didn't we? Uh yeah, I mean, um, okay, it was weird that he bought the girl. I thought that was funny. Um the way he talked to the uh, bellhop who was like ninety. <laughs> yeah, he talked I thought he was saying that and then the guy showed up. Maybe I remember it wrong. He kept putting on kid, and then he shows up, and he's like ninety, and then makes him carry his goddamn bags. He's like, "Here, buy buy yourself some roller skates." Yeah. And then not, and like that wasn't funny enough. He stops him again. He's like, "Here, buy yourself a comb and some shampoo." Yeah, I'm like what the fuck? Now, all I know all right, is kid. that man would not survive roller skates. No, they would be the death of him. I know. Just he wouldn't. That would be the last thing he ever did in his in his long ass life. Is <laughs> playing some fucking roller skates. 
What a way to go. Oh, my goodness. Uh, before th- before he buys the cigarette girl, he... Kitty keeps, like, going... He goes up in the room. She keeps giving him shit. She eventually leaves him. But she never asks what they're referring to. And he's like, I got my ace in the hole right here. This guy right here. Oh, he's he's got it all worked out. And they keep, like... And, he keeps, and uh, uh, Buddy keeps going... Uh, Jimbo's character. Jimbo's the character name. I keep forgetting. Uh... He keeps saying, like, I can't do it anymore. It's wrong. It's cheating. You know, I just can't do it. And she's just like, I'm going to leave now. And just, like, never asks what they're <laughs> referring to. I mean, I guess it's, she wouldn't be suspicious to think it was, like, a magical power. I get that. But I'd be like, how are you guys? <laughs> nothing. Just nothing from Katie. She is just a, a blank wall. Just nothing yeah. on her. Just doesn't care. This guy turns 100 bucks into, like, 400000 Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, uh... I'm going home. Cool. Like, like what a killjoy. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, I, she was interesting. I don't know. She was she was 1960s hot though. I'll give her that. Yeah, but 1970s not. Probably not. Probably not anymore. That's fine yeah. though. Different different decades have different women. The oh, good. the uh, for some reason he buys the cigarette girl from this guy from the 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 owner of the casino wherever the hell they are. I guess he lives at the hotel. I don't understand. Anyway. Well, he, uh, here we go. Let's see. Oh, okay. Jill, I always like to quit this crummy job and work for me. Spending money. I had a little salary in advance, a grand. When do I start? Right now. Suck this so, dick. Something oh, wrong here? Are you the manager? That's right. Well, I'd like to hire your cigarette girl for the evening. Would it be all right? I am a yes, slave trader. I know. Oh, uh, one more thing. Who's the biggest gambler in town? Well, let's see. I mean, big, no limits. Well, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but that, but that was the, that's what I was getting at. It's like, it's just like, can I, can I buy your girl for the night? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, and he gives him like eight dollars. <throat> so yeah, why not? She's worthless and, and, to me. Well, before that, yeah, when it's all over, he puts some more in his pocket, like, here, live a little. <laughs> yeah. Live up. Have oh. fun. Good, I'll good. go get a happy meal. <laughs> and a happy ending from your cigarette girl. <clears throat> um, Tell him to bring a lot of lettuce, and I mean this kind of lettuce. Yeah. Like, no, he was going to show up with some romaine. Yeah. Like, I want to make a fucking salad with this guy named Big Phil Nolan. He sounds like a salad eater. He's from Chicago. Guys from Chicago love salad. <laughs> no, no. Do they? No. <laughs> Big fat <laughs> sausage eating fucks. I know. Uh, How did, you got that's a lot of salads. You got that big. Yeah. <laughs> some, some aggressive salads. I like to eat a salad burger. <laughs> Deep fried salad. It's like, it's like this episode is getting like really good. And then all of a sudden, you know, he gets a call, right? And uh, they're coming over. And I didn't. I didn't like this whole dice game with a gangster. Badly done. Boxes of nothing. Nothing. If a gangster walks into a guy hotel room and nobody knows who he is, he's just like a, a wannabe, yeah. and he's got two boxes of a million dollars in cash. The gangster's just going to shoot them both and take the money. I think the reason he didn't is because that's he's there to to gamble. He loves to gamble. And then he proceeds to not gamble once. 
He lets no. He only lets uh, Ace Larson's character do all of the the shooting with the die, and he never once touches him except to go wait. No, right, here you go. <laughs> like, let's check yeah, out. It, that's what I mean. It's like you can't win every fucking time you roll the dice. Yeah, and and people not get suspicious, especially a gangster from Chicago. Yes, he got to lose a few times. Yes, it's the same way when you, when you card count. You have to lose amount a certain amount of hands. More hands. You have to lose more hands than you win to not uh, attract you know, attention. Right. This guy proceeds to win every single you, fucking time. Exactly. And he's like, you know what? I'm putting all of it on. Ace. 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 <laughs> fucking Jimbo over there in the corner keeps shouting his name every few seconds. And then dumbass cigarette girl comes in there. And this is what sets uh, Jimbo off. Yep. And then, uh. And yeah. don't never. No. <laughs> hey. Hey, asshole. <laughs> Three. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just looking at it like, oh, no. Huh. Hey, the girl's out. <laughs> yeah, she is so quick. She just darts. She basically, like, turns into a mist. Or she did the Scooby-Doo thing where it's, like, just a shadow or just a cloud that remains. Shh. <laughs> 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 yeah. You get some Hanna-Barbera. That little weird noise that their feet make when they hit the, when they run fast. And then she's just yeah, she's just out of there. There, there, there's like her, her, her shape through the door. <laughs> Didn't even open the door; just went right through the door. Yeah, they're doing wily e. coyote shit with her. She, yeah. she, <laughs> she, uh, she was yeah, she was a ghost. The second she's like, we're not going to lake, whatever. I'm out of here. And <laughs> she almost like sank through the floor <laughs> to the to the next level. Um, did you notice this bothered me? So I guess I'll say this first. At the end of the episode, he loses the money to the gangster because uh, Jimbo Cobb uh, lost his. He says he, he was blew a fuse. He, he lost the power. And then uh, I'll say this now before we get to the very end because it applies to the Vegas part. Have you noticed in Twilight Zone episodes and and things back then they didn't like to call it Las Vegas. They would say Nevada. Like, they would not... It's like it was bad for TV, like, seem unsavory to say Las Vegas. They just said, like, yeah, I live in Nevada. Like, nobody says that. Unless you live... If you live in Vegas, you don't say you live in Nevada. You just don't. What about Reno? You would live... Yeah, you'd say say Reno. Okay. If you live in a city, you say the name of the city. You rarely say the state. But especially yeah, like, with Vegas, like the guy lives in Vegas. He's like, I live in Nevada. Like, I, I noticed that a lot back then. They would just say Nevada. It was so weird. I don't know why. Like they're scared. Was there like a censor that didn't let you say Las Vegas? Couldn't well, you've seen out. the movie Casino. I mean, Vegas wasn't exactly what it is now. No, but it's still a city. Yeah, yeah, sure. But not not like it is now. No, it was like a, I get that, but I also I really think there was like a stigma where they didn't want to say it. Yeah, I guess so. But when the whole point of the episode is you know gambling's for fucking losers, I guess you know especially for this guy. Well, yeah, cheating at gambling. Yeah. Well, the cheating <laughs> thing's fine. I'm fine with that. This guy had a problem before he even cheated. Oh yeah, he had a big problem. Yeah, he had, he had massive problems. This guy was doomed. I don't know how his marriage sticks together. 
The ending is uh, they all go back to the diner that they work at. He gets rid of the slot machine that he kept calling uh, you know, names at the beginning. He's really flirting. Oh, same. Yeah. Same slot machine from Fever. Fever. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was on like this weird metal rack. I don't know. It, felt, it didn't feel sturdy enough for me. Well, he almost kicked it right over. You see that? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like he just like kicks it kind of, and the whole thing's like whoop. And I was like, dude, watch your fucking feet. <laughs> thing's gonna hurt when it comes smashing down. You're gonna go crack your the floor of the uh, building, the establishment that you have. But then he's like super happy and he proposes to Kitty in the least romantic way in front of your elderly friend with superpowers and uh, doesn't give her a ring, doesn't even really make eye contact, I don't think. And then while he's proposing, he tells his friend to shut up. Really a romantic guy. Shut up, Jimbo! Yeah. Shut your whole mouth! Uh, this guy, she's, she flips a coin and says yes. We don't ever get... I wish she said no. That would have been fun. Yep. And then, he, and then Jimbo went, wee doggy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to build us a cement pond. I wish, I, don't know, I was going to say, I, I'm glad that they kind of kept it a sweet ending. I like that. It was a nice, refreshing <laughs> uh, departure. Charming. Yeah, it was charming. That's what I would say. It was nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The guy realized his lesson. lesson. He learned a lesson, and he didn't hold any grudges for it. And it was... Everyone was, you know, like I said, right, you know, uh, wiser for the experience. They were all. I really don't know what to say about that. It was just like, oh, that was interesting. I didn't expect that. Uh, what would you uh, give this uh, episode? I gave this one a nine, actually. Really? Yeah. This is a. I like this one. Seven point three on IMDb. That's low. Way low. Yeah, I might Definitely go to eight. Hates. I might go to eight now. That I'm thinking about it, but. Uh, I like this one. It's a uh, first of all, I love fucking Jimbo Cobb or his character. I love Buddy Epson, the actor. He's a lot of fun. We doggy. Yeah, um, he's fun. He was on the Opie and Anthony show a lot. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, I mean, and then they played throughout the years of him going we doggy on air. And the first one was really good. The second one was eh, and the third one was he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. We doggy. <laughs> It was like, whoa. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't sound good. Like, uh, that was funny. So what did you give this episode? What do you think? Oh, this is a 9.8. 9.8, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, is, this would probably be my, maybe my top 20. I'm not sure. I'd have to really think about it. I, mean, I would love to see what you would write down for a top 20. It's hard because there's 156 of them. Once you start reading them all, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah, and then, and then I, I do the thing where I'm like, which one was that again? Like, There's so many episodes where I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Because there is so many episodes. It's not like an episode of a, a – like I've seen every episode of Futurama like 50 times each, so I could tell you like front and back all the way through. But these are like so distinct that – so it sounds weird, but they kind of uh, start to fade if you don't watch them all the time, which is why I yeah. like to only watch them every once in a while. So, so making a list of my favorite ones is kind of difficult because, like I was saying, oh. I forgot how this one ended, and I was like, "Oh, this is a really sweet ending," and I, I kind of forgot. Yeah, and the and the outro sounds pretty cool. Prove it. Some people possess talent; others are possessed by it. When that happens, the talent becomes a curse. Jimbo Cobb knew it right from the beginning. But before Ace Larson learned that simple truth, he had to take a short trip through the Twilight Zone.
Yep. I love that music of season one. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, and, and like you said, it was like they, they, they learned a, a, a sweet lesson and everybody lived happily ever after. Yeah. I, I don't need to, I, I, I realize I like darker things and I like, I like things with a life lesson in them too. So it's nice to see them kind of be combined where like this guy's really abusing this uh, guy who, who says, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's just like, he's abusing him. and he's just like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I was abusing you. And I was like, holy shit. That was unexpected. <laughs> like, I, I thought he was just going to be like, you piece of shit. And like, really like get mad at his friend. And he's like, you know what? You were right. Didn't he lift the bed at one point? What? Didn't he lift the bed at one point? He did. When, it, when he first throws it to him, he's like, do something to this bed. And he raises it and then lowers it very casually. Do you see the wires I was looking for? I couldn't see them. I didn't really look for the wires. I don't know. I think I was uh, writing some notes when that was happening. Oh, either way, they did it pretty good. Yeah. Not as good a job as uh, <laughs> Mr. Dingle. Strong with that statue. God damn, I love that shot. I want to get a poster yeah, of that. Really that's, that's still... That's seriously going to be my favorite shot. Single shot in probably every episode. <laughs> I can't imagine... A screaming woman on a bench. <laughs> and no, when he's, when he's holding the statue up. He's doing that same oh, pose. Did he? I right. goddamn love that shot. It was so amazing. It's just I, I, you can't top it because it was so. It was a direct to camera look. It was perfect. It was a very one of the very rare, rare times the fourth wall was broken just a little bit. Other than the intros and outros by Serling, but well, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. I'm but talking uh, about like, during yeah, the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but so, okay, so if I had to ask you real quick, just like an overall, the ones that really stick with you for whatever reasons. Top five top guys three. I dated. Uh, what? Top three. Okay. Um, yeah, we already did this. We do this a lot. I feel like we've done this like four or five times now. No, I've never asked you this. Yeah, we have. We certainly have. Maybe on way off topic, I asked you what was your number one you were looking forward to doing, I think. I guarantee if you go back... Five or six episodes, you'll hear this conversation. But I, um, oh. I'm not. I'm not one to say no. Um, <laughs> uh, hold on, give me. Let me think of the uh, title here. Oh my god, I'm blanking right now. Um, you can describe it. No, no, I know the episode title name. So I'm going. Shadow play number one. Uh, obsolete man number two. The nightmare as a child number three for me. Oh, okay, with uh, Marky. Yeah. Right, all right on. This conversation is going almost the exact same way as the last one. Just so yeah, you know what? It just hit me. <laughs> yeah. We have done this. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll just, just rewind to get mine. Yeah. All right, so, um, right on. Yeah. Um, what's it? Yeah, I, I'm so like, okay, so for the people who are listening to this in order, we just, uh, you know, go back to 118. Number 18. 118, right? Season, right, right. Yeah, season one, episode 18. Episode 18 of this and, show. And it's never, it's no longer going to be a double. It's, we did it. It's a last flight, you know, Lieutenant Decker in it. So check that out. That was a lot of fun. Doing a season one. I with, thought, with, I, with, I thought you were going you. somewhere with that, but you were just mentioning it. Yeah, plugging oh, it so okay. people know that it's there. And go, I, was, go, I wasn't go sure what you were doing. Okay. I thought you were setting up a story, like, for those of you who didn't know, and I mentioned, and I thought you were going to set it up, but that's all you're saying? All right. Yeah, go check that out. That was a, a weird 
second version of The Last Flight, which is like a kind of sounds like a horror movie series where they always have the the final chapter and then there's seven more movies. They have they have <laughs> to do it for some reason. I don't know why they're obsessed with it. And then they have oh. to go to space at some point and ruin the franchise. Like Jason? Jason, Leprechaun, Hellraiser, just uh, so many. Shit, yeah. Leprechaun, I forgot about that one. Yep. Chucky? Chucky, Chucky didn't go to space. space? Not yet. He's what do you mean? He didn't go to space. Didn't he? No, not yet. I just watched hmm. the last Child's Play movie that just came out this year, a couple days ago. I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was so confused the entire way through. But he, he can suddenly, for the first time in the movie franchise, he actually does that mind thing where he takes over the person. He did it. This is like the seventh movie, and he finally fucking did it. And he, he's possessing all these different Chucky dolls. There's a bunch of Chucky dolls all live at once. And then there's people that he took over too. And I'm like, the motherfucker has one soul. That's the whole idea. He transferred his soul from his dying body to the, to the Chucky doll. And now he's in like seven by what the fuck's going on? I couldn't figure. And then they're in like this weird model, an insane asylum for models. And I was, I, oh my God, the whole goddamn time, I could not figure out what the fuck was happening. Seriously, everyone there was like 22 and hot. I'm like, crazy people don't look like that. Crazy people you don't <laughs> want to fuck. That's how, it's kind of like, uh, it's how you keep your dick on your body. So you don't want to go near them because they look like that. <laughs> you don't want to rip off your dick in the middle of the night. Anyway. One flower of the cuckoo's nest had no hot people in it whatsoever. No, just Danny DeVito. He's the only hot one. That's it. That's it. Was he was in that? Yeah. Danny DeVito. Christopher, Danny? Christopher Lloyd was in it too. Well, I know Christopher Lloyd was in yeah. it, but I know Danny DeVito was in that. He was. He even did a in a It's Always Sunny. He did a callback to it where he was in the insane asylum. And he ends up being the one that like Jack Nicholson, the, you know, or the other guy, uh, the Indian guy that throws the the water fountain through yeah. the window in this episode of It's Always Sunny, and then Danny DeVito climbs out the window and runs off. That's pretty funny. <laughs> they did a whole, like, you know, callback to it. It was, it was fun. That's great. <sighs> anyway, um, plugs. Plug your shit. Plug all your good shit. That's a way off topic radio. At links to Twitter. WLNKZ. And what else you got? Um, at ICP Podcast. Um, do-ka-do-ka-do. Uh, you know, at the indie sports car podcast.com. Check it out. What else you got? <laughs> They're all on iTunes. Uh, uh, what's our iTunes uh, radio now? What's the I mean, I, I mean, uh, tune in radio. Tune in radio. There yeah. you go. I knew there's one more. Uh, what's the uh, Twilight Zone on Twitter? And at the this uh, awesome show is also on Twitter. It's uh, at LIW the TZ review. And Frank is running that over there and just going gangbusters on everybody. Uh, check me out, LAWstudios.com, for all the shows. There's a Walking Dead review, American Horror Story review, which I'm behind on now, and I don't care. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of cool shows on there, YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland, and then um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. You'll figure it out. You guys are smart. All the links are on LAWstudios.com. I'm just going to send you there. As well as the YouTube videos. Seriously, just go to LAWstudios.com. What's it called, Frank? Loitering in Wonderland. LAWstudios.com. That's right. Thank you for repeating me. You got it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, in order to get there, I go always go to LAWstudios.com. Yeah. Honestly, LAWstudios.com and 
www.loiteringonline.com. Go to the same place. It is, it's a lot shorter for you to write. It really is. Yeah, it's e- just a lot e- Easier to remember. And it's much easier for me to put on posters. That's mostly why I changed it, so I don't have to write as much. <laughs> I can squeeze it. You know, it's... And an awesome new uh, you know, cover art for the Twitter that he made. Oh, yeah. Got awesome. the, yeah, we got the Twitter. Badass. I forgot I made that one, actually. And then uh, right now we're rocking the the Halloween badge there on, on LAWstudios.com. Go check it out in the style of the NBC logo that we usually have. I made little holiday ones. I need to make a Thanksgiving one. I'm going to work on that tomorrow or, or Tuesday or something. Anyway, um, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Frank Links, and happy Miss, or, oh my God, happy birthday, Missy. Happy Miss Birthday. <laughs> so long, citizens. <laughs>